you when you need to know what's happening, it's 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 time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason Lacanfora. I, I don't understand it. Um, I mean, I get it, but I don't understand eleven games in why you don't just ride this out and allow him to continue to develop, develop Rice Young and all that stuff. But tell me where you're at on this because. The, the owner, Dave Tepper, seems like he is the most impatient owner right now in the NFL, and I don't think he's gotten the memo that these things take time, that you just don't build a championship team in two seasons and you don't build it by getting the number one overall pick. And so I, I said this, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Listen, Frank is a very respected coach around this league, and he's won, and we know, you know he's a Super Bowl offensive coordinator and all that stuff. But if I'm a head coach of my salt, if I, if I, you know, if I'm a guy that values, hey, I can go somewhere and make it happen. Why am I taking this job, Baldy, when it looks like the owner is is just, hey, if we don't win a certain amount of games, you're probably going to be fired in a year. I agree with you, Carl. And but here's 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 the one. Here's what I think happened is they're not seeing the development of Bryce Young, okay. and we've all seen that. And so he's saying to him, David Tepper, saying this to himself, I believe, or whoever. He's listening to if we if we don't believe that Frank is the guy and do Staley and Josh McCown and the guys that all got fired. If we don't believe this is the staff that can develop Bryce the way we need him to develop. Let's cut our losses right now and let's be in a position to get the best candidate out there and let's get a jump on that process. That's the only thing I could think of, because otherwise it doesn't make sense. But if if you feel like. We need to, we need, a, so, so let's just follow through with that. Let's just say they get the leading candidate. Let's just say Ben Johnson. Okay. Just, throw, just throw the name out there. Okay. I'm not advocating sure. Ben sure. Johnson from Detroit or anything, but I'm just throwing a name that is going to get a lot of attention. If you say Ben Johnson or Eric Bianami or whoever um, you think could come and lead that team and develop Bryce Young, it's, it's, it's one thing if that coach can develop Bryce Young. But what about the other 52 guys? Can you stand up in front of the room and lead the other 52? It's great that the quarterback plays better, and maybe that helps everybody else. But if you don't have a commanding presence or leadership or can create a vision for how we're going to do this, then what's the point? So, you know, and so that's my that's my argument against guys that always that, that people say, well, we need a guy to develop the quarterback. Great. Quarterback develops. What about? Your right defensive tackle. What, what, what about him? Like, does he get the memo? So, <laughs> you know, I, Todd Monk could probably, you know, like all these guys will probably get a lot of attention. And you know, you know, Todd. I mean, I, I think that guy could be a head coach in this league tomorrow. For sure, for sure. And, uh, and I think he could do all that. Help the quarterback like he's doing with Lamar this year. Stand up in front of the room, lead men. He's done it at Georgia. He's done it at the NFL. So, you know, I think that's the way they're thinking. But look. To your point, Carl, if you're a guy that is a candidate for that job and you're looking at what just happened to Matt Rule and Frank Reich, you go, well, if we don't win eight games this year, am, am I out the door also? Yeah. So, you know, you may – and then they, they may have concerns about Bryce Young going forward, you know, whoever might think about that job. Yeah, and I heard Dave Tepper's press conference, which is a whole nother animal, but basically, guys – he insinuated that he backed the Bryce Young pick, but yet he continued to talk about C.J. Stroud. And it was really <laughs> weird. It was just like, 
Yeah. You know, talk about your guy. Don't talk about the other guy. Okay. Right. There's rules to the game here in the NFL, and it is you didn't you didn't draft CJ Stroud, and he's not coming. So don't talk about him. Like, yeah. and he wanted to make sure that people knew, you know, we really like CJ. You shouldn't have even said that. Like, exactly. It's all about Bryce and how we're going to get him better and how we're going to put a team around him. So it kind of made me think that Baldy, you know, he might not get it. He might he might not get it all, but. He's a young owner in this business, and we've seen it. Jerry was a young owner. We've seen guys go through this process of, I want it right now, and I, we're going to do it this way, and then it doesn't work. And now, you know, it's it's a different deal. Well, right. I, you know, you think about, you know, back in the day when Jerry hired Jimmy, and they were 1-15, and, and Troy Aikman just got the living daylights beat out of him. Yeah. And, and Jerry stayed the course. You know, and look what happened. I mean, they became a dynasty quickly because of the vision that Jimmy had. So, you know, you for every Frank Wright that gets blown out, I can go find your guy. You know, they stayed the course in Pittsburgh with Bill Cower, and you know, I mean, there's just some places that just stayed the course, and it was the right move. Yeah. Now, let me ask you about development because Tom Brady's comments, you know, got a lot of buzz as well. Baldy, we we are all about you know these senior bowls and and all this these college kids coming out and we want to see them and we want we we talk about it. I mean, I know you love it. You go to these camps. Mm -hmm. uh, I've gone to some of these these camps to see some of these guys. And so is Brady right with the development part of guys coming out of college not being ready for the NFL? Yeah, yeah, he's right. And and look, it there's a lot of discussion because. Honestly, like if you're the Jets right now and you can't or you're the Giants and you can't keep an offensive line healthy and they just don't look like they a lot of these guys belong in the NFL, like there's no development there. And, you know, as opposed to like Philadelphia where they always have a strong offensive line and the coach, Jeff Stoutland, just knows how to get the next crop going and he's out there on the field game day working with these guys. Like there's just limited time and limit, like you can't become a better left guard without playing left guard. Like you can't just put a pair of shorts on and go out there and walk through plays and become a better left guard. And to, to Tom's point, look, I understand safety and all that. And it's important. Um, but at some point you have to develop players. They're not doing it at the college level. It's a completely different game than the NFL game. Uh, the way that's played, the physicality of it, the, the design, the, 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 the type of offenses you have to run protection of the quarterback. And so Brady is like saying, we, we don't have, we're not getting developed offensive linemen to protect quarterbacks so that they're not getting shellacked like the way they're getting hit right now. We're, we're not, not just down to backup quarterbacks in this league, but we're back to, we're down to third string quarterbacks in this league. It's a bad product when you get there and you get poor offensive line play. And, and Tom Brady's not wrong with some of those comments. Yeah. And Baldy real quick, going back to, you know, even your playing days, I just don't think people understand practice was practice yeah. like you guys were on the field oh, for yeah. three hours yes full pads yes. and we practiced and you ran plays and there were real reps and when I say real reps it's to Baldy's point when guys are in shoulder pads and shorts and we get excited now because hell it's all we get you guys during your time period and even you know again th there was something to be said about hey I'm going full speed the defense is tackling guys okay so I can practice tackling Yes, it's my own team, but you're getting real work in, and that well, is gone. Well, there was days, Carl, honestly, going up against Randy White in Dallas or Reggie White in Philadelphia when I was in Philly, that game day was easier than practice. 
You know, like, like, it was harder. Like you got to the games, like, oof, I don't have to, I don't have to block Reggie today. Thank you. Like I'm okay. You know, uh, you know, you go back to the Hogs and what Joe Bugle was doing, and the, you know, they were eight or nine deep in Washington, and so you know, Mark May would go out, like you know, here's Slareth. Like they just, they just kept plugging them in, and there was depth uh, on the offense line, and there was the player development, and it was, it was like that throughout the NFC East and throughout the NFL. Like everybody had eight guys that could that had experience that that could play in large part because of the way that we practiced. And now, I mean, like I mentioned, Denver, like you see the development of Denver, the fact that these guys are all playing together every single week now. They haven't had the injuries. Um, and, and you can see how they ran the ball against Cleveland last week. And you go, nobody else has been able to really do that. And so it's 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 vitally important. Like I've had discussions with offensive line coaches and, and really, you know, the general managers of the league, where if we could just have um, shoulder pads and helmets for offensive and defensive linemen for 30 minutes a day, like yeah. we could we could really kind of develop that that aspect that's missing right now. And you know, Tom Brady hit it. I mean, he, he's, he knows what he's looking at right now. 